Hello, and welcome to episode seven of the Metal Chat podcast. My name is Melissa, and I'm coming to you from Boston, Massachusetts. I'm here with my trusty co-host, Mae Kitty, who is currently sleeping on the couch. Before we get started with this episode, I just wanted to give you guys an update on what's been going on. So as a lot of you know, I am a manager uh, at a grocery store. And over the holidays, it has been it has been quite busy. And I had worked a lot of hours. And when I came home, I really wasn't in the mood to do anything but lay in front of the TV. So I didn't get any podcasting done. Then, um, as a lot of you know, um, we've had this pandemic going on and it has hit our store rather hard. Because we're out in the public, even though we wear masks and gloves and social distancing and all this stuff, um, it was bound to happen that people were going to get infected and people were going to test positive. So we've had a lot of that going on, which has meant that I've worked a lot of extra hours, uh, reworking the schedule, begging people to work, come in early, stay late, doing it myself, uh, taking care of everything that needs to be taken care of on the personnel level of dealing with people who have either become sick or have been exposed to somebody who's been sick. It's quite a challenge. Then uh, my computer, which is not a top of the line computer by any stretch of the imagination, decides to die on me. I had actually recorded an episode and uh, when I went back to listen to it, it was pretty much eaten up. It was all garbly and half of it was missing and it was just, it was bad. So I had to chuck it and uh, start all over again. But luckily, I did not have to get a new computer, although eventually I am probably going to have to bite the bullet and get something a little bit better than what I have. But really, I just cleaned it up, uh, got rid of a lot of uh, temporary files, a lot of garbage that I had in there that was sort of um, slowing it down and and, uh, and uh, really affecting the performance of it. And so it seems to have helped. So knock on wood, um, it's back in action. And that means that I'm back in action. Uh, you also might notice that I have a little bit of a cold. I'm a little congested. My cold is a lot better than it was, uh, but I still have a little bit of a cough. And so I hope that I can get through this episode without hacking up a lung. I do have my tea with me and my uh, lozenge, so we're going to try to get through this without uh, too much incident. My goal for the new year is to be a little bit better about getting these out on a more timely fashion. I do have some plans. I do have some irons in the fire. So hopefully that will come to fruition. I will not be as prolific as Uncle Steve, but I am going to try to be at least as consistent as uh, somebody like Fergal. So uh, that's my goal for 2021. Um, and I thank everyone for their patience and their support in uh, this ongoing endeavor. And with that, we're on episode 7. So this episode is about 2020 albums that I have purchased or listened to and enjoyed. 
I have spent quite a bit of money on music. Well, full disclosure, I always spend a lot of money on music, um, albums and CDs. And I often buy one of each. I'm a sucker for a reissue and a remix and all of that. Um, so I spend a lot of money in general. And this year I went crazy, crazy on Bandcamp and Discogs and eBay and Amazon and Metal Blade and 20 Bucks Spin and Shadow Kingdom and any other record company that had an album that I needed to buy. I do try to buy the album directly from like Blaze Bailey, for example, who sells his own stuff. Night Demon sells their own stuff. I try to do that uh, because they get more of the money than if you buy it through Amazon. Uh, just like I used to always buy my Martin Popoff books on Amazon because I didn't know you could buy them directly from him. And once I found out I could do that, I started buying my books from him directly so that he gets the money. So uh, I suggest to everybody that you, you do it that way. I know Amazon is super convenient. And the one thing that I do really like about Amazon is if you buy a CD, they rip it to your Amazon music file, which is convenient. Not that it's life altering to put the CD in the computer and download it yourself. It doesn't take that long to do that. So, but it, it that is convenient. It's then it's right there on your phone uh, or your computer, depending on how you, how you listen to uh, music. As I've said before, I'm old, so I'm old school. And I like physical copies of things. I do have um, a lot of stuff that I bought on Bandcamp that are di that is digital. And then if I really like the album, I'll go ahead and buy it on the physical the physical form of it. But for the most part, whatever I have on my phone and on my computer is ripped from a physical copy. Um, I'm still trying to do all my albums to get those on the on the computer uh, that's a little bit i my my record player does have a a, a cord so i'm going to try to um see what i can do about getting that on my um on my computer and my phone although i don't know i don't know how much storage i have on my phone um, if i start doing my albums i'm gonna run out of storage as i always run out of storage anyway anyway without further ado <coughs> excuse me um, this is what's going on at my house as far as 2020 albums are concerned. Um, one of my favorite albums of the year, oh, this is in no particular order because I don't rank. I can't really rank. I don't really know how to rank. It's, that's hard for me. And, um, I was going to do this like alphabetically, but it just, that got too daunting for me as well. So I'm lazy. I'm just going to read these off in no particular order. Um, I did write a list. Um, with a little bit of comments just to sort of keep myself on track. So the first album that I want to talk about is uh, Primal Fear, uh, the Metal Commando album. I have listened to this album quite a bit. I really, 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 really like it. I really like Primal Fear. If you like Judas Priest, <laughs> excuse me, you will like Primal Fear. They're priesty. Um, and obviously they're priesty. One of the reasons why they're priesty is because Ralph Sheepers tried out for uh, the lead singer position back in what 96 or whatever it was uh, when they went with they went with Ripper Owens they didn't go with him and then after that he formed Primal Fear they're a German band this album is very very good the vocals are very very good there's a couple of uh, 
power ballots on there. I'm not a huge power ballot person. I mean, they're good for what they are. The vocals are really nice, uh, but they're not my favorite songs on the um, on the album. Um, there's a song on there. It's called um, I think it's called Raise Your Fist. It's very anthemic. It's way priesty to the point that almost kind of too priesty. I'm trying to figure out what priest song it reminds me of. I think it might be Hellion Electric Eye, but I'm not sure. Um, but it's definitely way priesty um, and probably even to the point of maybe rip off priesty for me. The best song on the album is uh, Halo. It is a banger, banger song. Um, it's got a great guitar solo. It's, it's heavy. It's, it's just a rocking tune. As a matter of fact, you've heard of, you're hearing a clip of it in this, in this podcast. My other favorite song on that album is uh, Howl of the Banshee. It's another rockin' tune. Um, it's just a really good album, a really solid uh, traditional metal album that I think you guys would really, really enjoy if, you ha- if you're not familiar with it. Um, another band that came out with a really strong album this year is Sodom. Now, Sodom is old school, death metal, black metal. I go back a long ways with these guys. They're also German. Um, they've been around forever and ever and ever. And they, um, you know, a lot of people are familiar with their, their classic album, you know, um, Agent Orange, which was, I think, I don't know, 1989 or 1988 or something like that. Um, they're thrash. Um, they don't have soaring vocals necessarily, but I really do like them. There's only, Tom is the only like original guy left in the band. Um, so they've, they've had some lineup changes over the years, but that's a solid album. That's a really solid album. Another old school thrash death band that, uh, came back around this time is Possessed. Possessed is another band from the eighties. Um, Seven Churches is the, the, their pinnacle album. Um, I saw these guys back in the day. I saw Sodom back in the day as well. Um, I saw Possessed back in the day. They're, um, they were doing uh, it really, really heavy uh, before a lot of people were doing it heavy. And a lot of people credit them for being, like for Seven Churches being, being a, the, the beginning of death metal and, and, and black metal. Um, they hadn't had an album out in 32 years. So, uh, you know, they are definitely the godfathers of death metal as far as I'm concerned. And the classic is obviously Seven Churches. Um, you may not like the subject matter, I guess, if you're not really into that sort of thing. But uh, it's it's a really, really good album. It's a really, really good album. Um, and they're also, they're from the Bay Area. They're early, they're early Bay Area thrashers, right? They're, they're right along with... Uh, with the Testament guys, speaking of Testament, they released an amazing album this year. Like a, uh, this album is on like everybody's number one list or quite a few people's number one of 2020. It's called, uh, Titans of, uh, it called Titans of creation. And, uh, it's just, it's, it's everything that you love about Testament, uh, Alex Skolnick, Chuck Billy, Chuck Billy's vocals are so fucking amazing. I mean, he just does a great job. Uh, 
he's, he's sort of a thrashy vocal, right? It's not, he's not Bruce Dickinson, but he is just fantastic. And I would really argue that they belong in the big four. Um, but I, I, I love Testament. I'm a huge Testament fan. They go, I go back a long ways with these guys, saw them, seen them back in the day and on. I always see them every time they come to town. I highly recommend them. They're great. Um, sadly, you know, uh, Chuck Billy and his wife and, um, a bunch of, a bunch of people from that band and Death Angel, uh, got, uh, got the COVID, uh, unfortunately, um, thankfully everybody's doing all right. Um, and, uh, hopefully that they're going to be back to tour for this album because this album is so good and I can't wait to see it live. I want to give a shout out to Anvil. They released an album. It's called uh, Legal at Last. Here's the thing about Anvil. They're a Canadian band. Again, from back in the day, old school, old school guys. <laughs> Excuse me. They just consistently put out solid albums. They are what they are. They're much like ACDC in that you know what you're going to get from album to album to album. They don't stray. They don't they don't experiment. They don't do anything radical. They just do what they do. Some people are not, some people are turned off by the vocals because Lips has, his vocals are, you know, they're not fantastic, but they fit, they fit the band, right? They're not, they're not Bruce Dickinson or Rob Halford vocals, but they certainly fit for what the band is. And I am telling you guys, you got to see them live. They are so fun live. And even if you don't really like the albums, I would definitely recommend that you see them live because they just put on a great show. They're just a, they're a lot like ACDC. They're just a really fun band. They're not reinventing the wheel from album to album. They're not going outside the box. They're just doing their thing. They're just, just doing their thing and they're, and they're doing a really good job at it. Um, another, another album that a lot of people might not have heard about is um, an album <laughs> came out earlier in the year um, from David Reese. And for those of you who don't know who he is, he is an American who is a, <coughs> excuse me, a very famous or not very famous, I guess, but a very well-known singer. Um, he is most notably known for the album that he did where he fronted Except that was the Eat the Heat album, which I know, I know is not the number one um except album by most people and myself included it's not it, it's much maligned and it doesn't need to be much maligned it's not the greatest album that they've ever put out it's it's sort of low on the discography i get that but it's not because i don't think it's because of david's vocals because he has great vocals really really great vocals he just didn't really fit the band and the band was in a weird place and it just, and, and even like the guitar solos weren't particularly inspiring. I mean, it just wasn't that great of an album, but not his fault. Uh, but he didn't really, I don't think he really fit with the band. He only did the one album. The album that he, that he released called Cacophony of Souls, <laughs> hard to say with the cold, is a great album. And the thing about this album is that it showcases his voice. He's got a great band behind him and everybody fits. 
right? That he fits with the band. And uh, I highly recommend that you check out this album. Um, I actually bought it from him directly. Um, but I, I recommend this album. I really, I really do. I think you guys, if you guys like really good vocals um, and a really great um, traditional metal, you're, you know, similar to your priest and your maid and that kind of thing. I think you'll really, really like this, um, like this, uh, uh, like this album. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Let me take a drink for a minute here. All right. And now we're going to talk about Haunt. Haunt, I became familiar with Haunt because Bandcamp will often suggest bands based on bands that you seem to like and you download and you buy. <coughs> and so I was turned on to these guys, I want to say like 2018. I shouldn't say these guys because it's one guy. Um, and if you want to hear about, hear from him, his name is Trevor, and if you want to hear from him, you can actually check out uh, Fergal's uh, Feckin' Metal podcast. I don't know what number podcast it is I should have done my homework on that uh, but he interviews him and it's a great interview and he's basically a one-man band although he does put a band together to go out on the road I've never seen them live they I don't think they've ever played Boston I would love to see them this guy talk about prolific I mean he's just like shitting out albums left and right I think he had like three albums come out in 2020 I think one of them was a, is a live album but I mean he's he's he, like every six months he's he's throwing out an album, you know, and it's good stuff. It's not like he's just throwing out garbage. Uh, the album that I'm, I'm speaking about is flashback. It's the latest one. It's um, I guess he's got a new one coming out pretty soon. Uh, another one, but that's really good. And you actually uh, in this podcast hear a little snippet of electrified, which is off of that, off of that CD. And that's a band that I got a bunch of their stuff digitally and then I went ahead and purchased the actual physical the actual physical albums another band um, that ties in with haunt in that they were that there was an interview on feck and metal uh, again don't know the number sorry um, Michael from Glacier now Glacier is a band that again goes back to the 80s they're sort of I don't know. In the '80s, they were kind of glam metalish, I guess. Excuse me. They're from <coughs> they're from Portland, Oregon, so they kind of had that whole West Coast thing going on. They were good. I saw them once. Um, they were a good band. I liked them. They were definitely more uh, glammy than they were thrashy. You know, uh, definitely like a an Iron Maiden influence. You could. You got that vibe from them. They were a really good band, and they're back. Uh, and it's called the the Passing of Time is the name of the, the name of the album, and and they're back with the original vocalist, and they're another band that had been away for a while and came back. Oddly enough, there is also a band from here in Boston called Glacier, and they're like a weird instrumental doom band, and you might want to check them out too. I've seen them a bunch of times. They've played uh, all over town. And, um, and they're an interesting band. If you like doom metal and you, and you're, you're cool with like just instrumental stuff they're they're a good band to check out. And, and they're also called Glacier. Um, and then, um, let's talk about Smolder. So again, Bandcamp, thank you, Bandcamp. 
turned me on to Smolder a couple of years ago. And I really like them. Female vocals, Epic Doom, uh, Priest Maiden, Sabbath-y mixed together. Uh, the lyrics are sort of fantasy and, I don't know, Dungeons and Dragons type stuff. Oddly enough, I am also a fan of Banger TV. And if you watch Banger TV, then you have seen Sarah. Well, Sarah is the lead singer and bass player for Smolder, which I didn't know until I'm watching her do a review and she makes mention of her band Smolder. And I was like, I know that band. So uh, I, I advise you to check them out too. They're really, really great. And I got um, their, um, the uh, Dream Quest album came. Um, I had bought some stuff online and, you know, downloaded and then I bought some physical stuff and I got the Dream Quest album and it's beautiful. It's purple, which is my favorite color. And it's just, it's a gorgeous album packaging. It's, it's really nice. And it's a great album and I highly recommend them. Um, I know some people, I have a friend who absolutely hates female vocals and uh, I'm not like that. I, I, I go for a band, whether, whether it's female vocals or male vocals, I don't really care. I just care about the vocals being really, really good. I really, really like this band a lot, and I'd love to see them. Hopefully, uh, they can, when touring starts, they can come down. They're from Toronto. They can come back down and uh, come down over to Boston. I don't think they've ever played Boston, but I would uh, I would enjoy to see seeing them as well. Another band from back in the day. 2020 seemed to be the year that... Uh, Everybody came out of the woodwork, right? I guess because there's nothing else going on. You might as well uh, get back together and make some music. Um, and this band is Sirith Ungle. I love, love, love Sirith Ungle. And I've known about these guys for uh, 40 years or whatever it's been. I don't even know about it in 40 years, but it's been pretty close to 40 years. Um, I knew them from, from co compilation. They were on a compilation back in the day uh, that, um, that Brian Slagle had put out. They are, they're from LA. They're a very interesting band. The, a lot of people that don't like Sarah's uncle don't care for the vocals. The vocals take some getting used to. Kim's vocals are a little bit strange. Uh, but if you can get past that, if you can actually get past that, you will fall in love with these guys. Um, banging songs, uh, great guitar work. They're a great band. And interestingly enough, the bass player in that band now is Jarvis Leatherby, who of course is the bass player and lead singer for Night Demon. And uh, I remember a few years back, I had heard about the Frost and Fire Festival, which is in, is in Ventura, California. And I had wanted to go and I ended up not being able to go. I think that was 2016 or something like that. But I remember thinking to myself, and I didn't know anything about Night Demon and I didn't know anything about um, their connection with Sarah Thungle and, and all of that. And I remember thinking, whoever's putting this this uh, festival together must be uh, a Sarah Thungle fan because that's, their, that's, a, that's an album title. Um, and it's a fantastic album, by the way. It's, 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 it's their masterpiece album. 
Um, the album that they have this time is called uh, Forever Black. I highly recommend it. Check them out. I know the vocals sometimes people are like, oh, the vocals are weird. But they're really, they're really not. Well, maybe they are, but they're cool anyway. And I've seen them. I used to see them back in the day. Just, I'm so excited to have them back. And hopefully they're going to tour. Hopefully they're going to tour with Night Demon. That would be really awesome. Uh, that would be a great package. I don't know. It's a lot for drivers to have to, you know, do double duty. But that would be fantastic. Um, and another band that <laughs> I learned about, thanks to uh, Bandcamp, is a band that has been, <coughs> excuse me, that has been getting quite a bit of buzz. Um, um, you've heard Fergal talk about them. If you listen to uh, Metal on Metal, uh, the Metal on Metal uh, radio program um, on Friday nights, you've heard uh, Bill Peters talk about them and play them. And of course, I'm talking about Eternal Champion. They're out of Texas. They are trad metal. They are a band that is definitely influenced by the new wave of British heavy metal, Iron Maiden, that kind of stuff. Um, the vocals are great. The guitar work is great. The, everything is great about this band. Um, they're another really, really solid band that I found on Bandcamp and that, again, bought the stuff, then downloaded the stuff, and then went and purchased the actual stuff. Although, I've been trying to get this album that's been sold out for a while, and I'm kind of bummed about that. Hopefully, they repress them and I can, I can get my hands on it. Uh, but I really, really like them as well. Um, so I highly recommend them. And another band that Bandcamp turned me on to, who you will also hear on uh, Metal on Metal, which is the, um, the metal show out of uh, Cleveland on uh, WJCU uh, with Bill Peters, which is a, a great, uh, which is a great program. It's on Friday nights, um, 6.30 East, Eastern time zone here in the U.S., and that is uh, Witch Hazel. It's W-Y. Um, they're, they're English. Their album is called Pentecost. It's a great album. It's Christian metal-ish. Well, I mean, I guess it is Christian, right? Pentecost and um, they're Christian. And they don't shy away from the fact that they're Christian. I would say that the lyrics are more, seem to be more just positive and hopeful, not like in your face religious. Some people are turned off by, just as some people are turned off by satanic um, lyrics, people are also turned off by the other end, right? The other end of the spectrum, the, 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 the Christian side of it. I don't sort of let any of that sort of bother me I, uh, on either end. I um, I just take it for what it is, take the songs for what they are. And I really, really like this band, another band I'd like to see live. So I highly recommend them. Um, you can check them out. And another band that I got to turned on to from Bandcamp is another band that Fergal has interviewed. Uh, he interviewed Kyle. Matter of fact, Kyle does his theme song. And of course, I'm talking about Seven Sisters. And they're another band that is traditional heavy metal, uh, traditional heavy metal vocals, very much reminiscent of uh, New Wave of British heavy metal, Iron Maiden type of type of stuff. Um, 
they're a really good band and I recommend that you check them out as well. Um, another band that got, um, that's gotten some buzz, not only from uh, Bandcamp, but also um, I heard about them on Banger TV. Uh, Sarah actually made mention of them, that I checked them out. They're called uh, Megaton Sword. Megaton, Megaton Sword. Um, Blood Hails Steel, Steel Hails Fire. Kind of a long they're another band that is traditional heavy metal, sort of Sabbath-y, new wave of British heavy metal-ish. Uh, they're a really good band, too. I actually just uh, downloaded their um, their album. I don't own any physical copies. I, don't, I have to dive a little bit more into that album. I couldn't tell you a favorite song on it. I've just started sort of listening to it. And another band that, um, that I... Um, that I've gotten into is called High Spirits, Hard to Stop. Um, that's a really good album as well. And that's another band that I heard about through um, Bandcamp that has also gotten some mention on uh, Banger TV. And um, I believe that Bill Peters has also played some stuff from, from uh, High Spirit, which I also think it's one guy again. Um, some of the songs have a 70s hard rock feel. I think it's definitely more hard rock than metal. Um, but there's um, the opening track, um, Since it's called Since You've Been Gone. There's this double bass kick drum that's sort of rem reminiscent of uh, Motorhead, of Filthy Phil uh, Motorhead. These guys definitely have um, a 70s vibe to them, or guy, I guess, because it's one guy, right? But... Um, so they're not super metal. They're more definitely more hard rock, more that kind of influence of, of Motorhead and Kiss and Aerosmith and that sort of hard rock vein. Um, another band, um, they're Canadian. Um, they have a female vocalist. Um, it's a power metal band and it's called um, Unleash the Archers. Uh, female vocals, really, really good, um, solid album. Um, Faster Than Light is my favorite. It's a power metal. Again, these people have um, your um, the Wobblem influence, your Iron Maiden influence. You can definitely sort of tell that these guys really dug a Seventh Son album. Uh, but uh, Faster Than Light, that's a that's a really really good out uh, a good song on that album that I really enjoy. And that's another one that I don't actually own any the physical copy. I just own the. Uh, the download that I purchased um, on Bandcamp. Of another band that I I just recently bought this, so I haven't I haven't really listened to it um, in its entirety. Um, is um, Spirit Adrift? It's basically two guys, <laughs> from what I understand. Um, it's called Enlightened in Eternity, and again, it's the same sort of thing, sort of you know. You guys are probably tired of hearing me talk about trad metal, trad metal and thrash, right? That that's that's what I listen to. <laughs> but it's definitely, again, influenced by new wave of British heavy metal, that kind of stuff. Um, I I highly recommend that one as well. <coughs> Excuse me. Encephalum. I always say this name wrong. They, these guys are on Metal Blade. Um, they're Finnish. It's power metal. There's clean vocals. There's also garbly 
focals. It's folky. It's kind of strange. It's a really, really good band. And they're a really, really good, um, this is a really, really good album. It's probably not for everyone. It's, it takes some getting used to, but I really like them. I like the sort of the folky stuff and I don't mind the, the harsher vocals. As long as I can understand you, I'm okay with it. And I think it works really, really well. Um, I really, I like them as well. And I'd, I'd like to also, I haven't seen them either. And I would definitely like to check them out as well. Um, another band that is not a metal band that I need to talk about, that I actually talked about with my friend Timmy on episode two of this podcast. Um, and that is Blue Oyster Cult. I love, love, love Blue Oyster Cult. Now they're not a metal band, but they're a non-metal band that metalheads love. They've been around forever and this album is fantastic the thing about this album much like every on every other album that they've ever done is you get a little bit of everything on this album you got some slow stuff you got some fast stuff you've got some proggy stuff um you've got some more poppy stuff you got a lot going on in this album there's always a lot going on on a blue oyster cult album if uh don't fear the reaper and godzilla are the only two songs that you know you need to um take some time to really check these guys out. Go back to the 70s and on through. Some albums are better than others. Um, uh, this is a really good album though. Um, the Alchemist is probably the heaviest song on the album. It's a really good um, song. Um, there's another one, it's called uh, That That Was Me, I think it's called. That That Was Me, and it was, that's a really good song as well. I enjoyed that song. There's some stuff on there. It's like I said, it's a little slow, a little a little poppy for me. But all in all, this is a really solid album from a band that's been around forever, and they're still doing really, really good. Um, the Bouchard Brothers are not there anymore. They've been there for a while. Um, and uh, Am Bouchard just did the, or is, did the Reimaginos, which is the he, him redoing the Imaginos album. Which, for those of you who don't know what that is, that's a concept album that Blue Oyster Cult did. Which is a really quirky album. I like it. It's proggy. It's There's a lot going on. Um, but it's a really good album. But he wasn't happy with it. He he thought that it wasn't his vision. It wasn't what he, he really wanted it to be. So he redid it. And um, I don't own it. I've listened to it. I've actually ordered it. I haven't got it yet. So I don't know too much about that. So I don't really want to talk about it because I haven't really had a chance to uh, delve into it. Uh, but give them, a, give them a shot. And then two bands that kind of go together, sort of. The first one is Fate's Warning. Now, Fate's Warning is another band. Been around for a long, long time. They're from Hartford, Connecticut, which isn't far from me. They are one of the first progressive metal bands and they still just do it this album um is just it's just unbelievable it's just an unbelievable album i cannot i cannot recommend this enough it's one of my absolute favorite uh albums of the year joey vera is on this album and um it's just it's just an it's just a beautiful, beautiful album. Um, if you like prog metal, if you like um, 
Queensryche and, and uh, doing theater and, and that kind of stuff. I think you'll really, 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 really like this album. I highly, highly, highly recommend this album. I've been listening to this album quite a bit. Speaking of Joey Vera, probably the album that I've listened to the most is the Armored Saint album. Again, another band from back in the day. They're an L.A. band, and they're an interesting band because they're in L.A., and there's there's the thrash thing going on in California, and then there's the glam thing going on in California, and they're kind of like neither. Much like Sirith Uncle, they kind of were just their own <laughs> band, right? <coughs> it's In some ways, they were just a straight-up rock band, um, you know, on the heavier side. They didn't get their due. They really should have gotten their due because they're just a fantastic album. March of the Saint is an absolute classic. And if you don't know this album, you need to find this album. You need to download it. You need to listen to this album. You need to know this album. It is an absolute classic, classic metal album. John Bush is one of the most underrated vocalists in metal. Now, a lot of people are familiar with him because, of course, he went over and did um, some albums with Anthrax, uh, Sound of White Noise, which is a, a classic, amazing Anthrax album. Um, he did three albums with them. Sound of White Noise is the best of the three. Um, I saw them on that. I saw them with him a couple times. Um, he's just a great frontman, um, and just. I was really glad though that he went back to Armored Saint because I, I was also glad that Joey went back to Anthrax, but um, I thought he did a great job with them. He belongs with Armored Saint, though. This album, Punching the Sky, is just a fantastic album. Uh, Missile to Gun is my favorite song off the album. It's just, they've done a really, really good job with this album, and I cannot wait for them to tour for this album. I can't wait for them to tour in general because I'm a huge fan of them. So... That's about it. There's a few other things um, that I checked out. Lord Vigo is another band that I've checked out on, uh, that I heard about through Bandcamp that I've checked out. Um, so that is my list. I would love to hear your lift, list of what you're listening to or what you think um, I might be interested in listening to or your thoughts on my list and what you think I, um, I missed or what you think I forgot to mention about these albums and these and these bands. If you would like to get in touch with me, you may do so. I am on Twitter at Metal Chat Pod, M-E-T-A-L-C-H-A-T-P-O-D. Or you can email me. Nobody emails me except for Uncle Steve. And that is Metal Melissa Podcast, M-E-T-A-L. M-E-L-I-S-S-A-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. So you can get in touch with me those ways. And uh, let's talk about uh, 2020. Let's move on to 2021. There's a lot of good stuff coming up in 2021. And hopefully that will include some live shows. I know that Iron Maiden has some stuff going on in Europe this summer. I haven't bought any tickets yet because... I just don't know that it's going to happen. I just, um, I had, um, 
I had to go through a lot of stuff to get my money back uh, last year. Not from Iron Maiden. It wasn't Iron Maiden's fault. I had a little problem with the download people. But um, I just don't know if I want to deal with the hassle, tie up my money and all of this craziness. And the problem is, is that I might buy the tickets for the show and the show happens and I can't get there because I can't get into the country. And then do I get my money back? I just, I'm, I'm nervous about that whole thing. So I kind of want to hold off. But now it doesn't even look like that's going to happen. It looks like everything's going to get pushed back to at least the fall. Um, speaking of fall, Iron Maiden has, you know, we had to talk about Iron Maiden at least once in this, in this, uh, in this episode. They've announced they're going to be at Rock in Rio, uh, in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. I would love, 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 love to go to this show. I'm thinking maybe of just scrapping Europe this summer, sort of waiting to see what happens with this whole pandemic and the reopening and vaccinations and whether or not I can get into a country and all of this and focusing on going down to Brazil and turning that into um, going to that going to that show and doing some traveling around um, South America. I've never been to South America, so it's something that I would enjoy doing. And um, maybe some people can join me and we can all go together and that'll be a lot of fun. So anyway, that's it. That's all for now. I did a pretty good job of not hacking up a lung. Um, thank you. And until next time, be well. Editor's note. I called Albert Bouchard. Alan, I'm sorry, his name is Albert. Check out Reimagine Us anyway. Missile the gun, gun and ass, not the suit. Missile the gun, gun and ass.